Hey guys, Jim here with Creative Play and Podcast Network, and here we are again in August. It is now hashtag RPG a day again for its eighth year. God, it's it's been so long. Again, we're joining in with all the other tabletop gamers out there to get creative and use the prompts now for RPG a day 2021 to inspire you guys to all write, vlog, blog, draw cool pictures. This year they're asking for whatever you do, do. So we are going to go ahead and start out with the next day. All right, guys, here we go. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, a sign to Ragnarok story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Hey guys, Jim here with Creative Plan Podcast Network, and it is August the 16th. The word for the day is move. Because you got to move it, move it. You got to move it, move it. So for move, I'm going to quite simply say, and it's kind of inspired by last night's game of uh, Goblins of Conquest, is never be afraid to move tactically when you are gaming. I mean, I know a lot of us try to avoid doing tabletop warfare as opposed to, you know, good strategy in RPGs. But never be afraid to use move in a combination of, you know, if you have a bad guy's aggro, to steal the MMORPG terms, to move strategically, allowing your friends to get some shots as attack of opportunities. Or if you want to move to a more advantageous scene, if you're playing something like Fate or any of the Powered by Apocalypse engine games, is to be don't be afraid to move to a new location to continue the story. Sort of like if you see in a lot of action movies or old dime store detective novels where they would jump into a car and start the chase scene. A lot of folks are afraid of having chase scenes. And as a game master, I'm a huge fan of when you can actually get a good chasing going, especially if it's like a rooftop chase where there's deck saves to keep from falling. There's little things that are throw, can throw off the people behind you. You can pitch a ladder or a, a shopping cart down to make sure it just blocks the path that keeps you know the pursuer from getting after you. You know, think think of it like James Bond when you always have the like act to chasing it's it's either a car scene a boat scene or or you know plane scene you will always see him or a skiing scene in some james bond episodes you will always see the act two chase scene you know when, when it's ramping up the tension of the game and it's one of those of in a dungeon don't be afraid to move out of the dungeon to retreat and then you know regroup yourself and then head back to where you need to go in the dungeon because a lot of times folks completely forget the idea of strategic withdrawal is part of the game i mean hearkening back to the old days of back when might and magic was only an issue one two and three it's a great rpg that whenever you you know you're you're randomly scrolling through your dungeon using the arrow keys and when an encounter would pop up it would tell you there's there's this many orcs or this many skeletons and you you had the option of fight retreat or bribe and you had the option to you know and it just haul tail and run away from this fight 
sometimes in the dungeon, that is a good thing to do, especially if all of a sudden you guys are beat down and you've got like a big bad coming. You know, it's it's a good thing to just say, you know what? Nope, we're going to deny you a fight and just move on out of there because, you know, movement is one of those things of if you don't move, you die if you're a shark. So never be afraid to consider movement as something that you should do. And besides, if you move correctly, you can hopefully get some of your teammates to get some free shots on things as they move, especially if somebody's got a good reach weapon. And of course, you know, since it is the 16th, I will throw out the uh, the other three words are tribute, villain, and fiend. Never be afraid of using tribute as a aspect in game, because if you pay tribute, you know, like the old paying tribute to Rome, because they'd leave you alone if you paid them taxes. Never be afraid of offering tribute when you go through enemy territory that's not your primary target. To say, hey, how much will it cost to get permission to go through here? Or, you know, if you're doing an urban game, telling that uh, city watch agent or that Bobby, what is it going to cost to in tribute to get past you guys in this area untouched? You know, who's who's the right greet hands to Greece? Then you have villain, which, you know, I will throw out there for every GM. Remember, along the lines of every anime Every anime villain is the hero of their own story. And that pretty much goes for all literature. That the villain is doing what he's doing or her, she's doing for a reason. You know, never be afraid to make sure that the players know after they've taken out that villain that here's why they were doing what they were doing. And sometimes, let's be honest, villains are just doing their thing because they're wanting to keep some bigger bad in check, you know. Possibly the villain is out there doing his thing in the area to keep, you know, the lich locked away in the tomb that's underneath the castle. But once you guys beat him, his magic seals evaporate off the crypt door and Skeletor is released from the crypts below. You know, the the ancient ancestor of your player group, which is the lich. And, you know, he will rise from his newly opened door to give that player group that next level villain, which is always a great way of doing it. And you can totally see it in there when they read the villain's notes. Like they've got ledgers saying, I had to spend this much gold in mages, had to spend this much in priests, you know, that it hints to how they defeated that bigger bad that's going to pop up. And it just jumps into the whole, here's why they did what they did. So with villains, make sure it's it's okay to make them heroic. And besides, it can totally be the douchebag king that was taxing the crap out of your kingdom. You find out the reason why he was doing it. Because there was a hun horde of centaur horsemen that required you to pay or they will go through and fleece your farmlands. And nobody knew but the king that they were paying because a king's not going to admit he's being fleeced. He's going to pay the bribe off and tribute. There you go. Spin back to that word to tell these bad guys to just take the gold and move along. And of course, fiend. Fiend is something I always consider more devilish and fiendish. You know, it's that that very evil supernatural feel. So I always, you know, pack my fiends into the supernatural angle of like if you've ever seen Supernatural, the TV show, it's a little TV show, ran a few seasons. They do a great job of showing the fiendish villains and the different types of arcs. You know, you have the fiendish yellow eyes who's trying to bring Lucifer back and he's like hardcore, does his thing. You've got the fiendish crossroad demons that are just businessmen trying to do their business, men and women stuff. And then you've got guys like Crowley because we just 
saw Crowley in Doom Patrol, so it gives that little reference to Crowley. You know, one of the best demons ever who went from a fiendish demon to the best, most dependable businessman that Moose and Squirrel could trust in Supernatural. So, with your fiends, never be afraid of making them likable as well. I mean, just because they're a devil doesn't mean they break the word. You know, they can totally be lawful evil and be a fiend. It's just that be careful what bargains you make because they'll hold you to the letter of the, the the word there, you know. You will not have any negotiation wiggle room with a fiend. Alrighty, guys. I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up because I've got a DD game started. It's going to be on our stream on twitch.tv slash podcast. It's going to be our Heroes of Theros game. They unfortunately have just discovered in our Facebook chat that they have lost their healer who's going to have something horrible happen to her. Totally going to cause her to have a side quest if you know if she can come back to us or we can do some fan fiction on her side quest. So if you guys got any questions, feel free to hit me up at creativeplaypodcastnet, N-E-T, at gmail.com or hit us up on Facebook at Creative Play and Podcast Network. Or watch us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash creative play and podcast. Alrighty, guys. Just remember, hashtag RPG a day 2021. Share all those cool things. And we will see you tomorrow with the word trap, crime, nemesis, and found. And then we'll be playing some Star Wars on, on our stream. Alrighty, guys. Have a good night. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And feel free to enjoy our other shows, such as D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition and Scion Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion hero to Ragnarok story. Thank you for listening.